Welcome to the Vortex. Ladies and gentlemen, today is December 28th, 2021. And I unfortunately don't have all the equipment necessary for me and Nikki to be able to do our podcast together from two separate locations. I mean, I'm in Glendale and she's in Flagstaff, so it kind of makes things a little difficult for us right now. But soon we're going to be together and we're going to be making it super, super fun. But until that happens, I'm going to go ahead and for her, today's episode is all dedicated to my good friend Taurus. <laughs> that would be Nikki. Funny story, quick little side note or backstory to mine and Nikki's friendship is we actually met on a PS4, <laughs> GTA, and we've literally been, I guess, digitally inseparable since then. You know, uh, know exactly where each other is. is <laughs> we know where we are in the world, down to the addresses and whatnot, but that is my best friend for life, and it's like she was sent straight from God, but my username on the game is Gemini, and hers is Taurus, which is really one of the things that, you know, like, lured her to me in my mind, you know, because I'm like, oh my God, you know, that's, that's kind of cool that somebody else is as interested in astrology as I am, so... That's um, one of the things that like caught our eye when we met each other. But that and also that we're like identical, but on two different ends of the spectrum, if that makes any sense. You know, like uh, she's real calm, mellow and just very Taurus. And I am your typical freaking Gemini, which is odd because her name is typical Taurus. But anyways, I'm sorry about that. Just wanted to give a little backstory and just trying to make this interesting at the same time as giving everybody the information that they need that is true and, you know, not some kind of bogus type of stuff. So today I'm going to be more or less delving into the YouTube channels of the astrology of like, I'm going to just go ahead and just research going to type in Taurus because Taurus is the topic of the day. Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. We're going to learn everything there is to learn about Taurus. Okay, so actually I I take the YouTube thing back. What I want to go ahead and do before, you know, tapping into somebody else's channel. I don't really like to, I don't know, besides thievery, which it does seem like I'm stealing somebody else's content. But I'm more than capable of making uh, my own content all by myself. Trust me. I want to go ahead and before I give my thoughts of Taurus or what I've gathered my in my years of astrology and giving readings and whatnot, whatever, you know, it's like I definitely don't consider astrology to be my strongest subject um, standpoint so I don't want to get anything wrong especially when it comes to like moon risings and um, those kinds of topics mine is a numerology and I'm pretty confident in my numerological abilities but it's irrelevance not neither here nor there I want to make my connection go back up and running because seriously my laptop just decided to um I don't know stop thinking but it's also storming here (sighs) and right now I'm in Avondale and it's just storming like a flipping mother chucker out here man I swear Oh, come on, connection. I'm sorry, y'all. So, so sorry. But I figure having a podcast has always got to be live, right? <laughs> Just, <laughs> it's definitely not going to be boring. Might not be exciting. Come on, connection. <laughs> why me? Why, why? Why me, God? 
Why? Oh god. Oh god. Come on, are you serious right now? Well, this is embarrassing. This is borderline shocking. So while I get my connection back up and running, why don't we go ahead and just hear a word from our sponsor, which is our great and reliable, reliable <laughs> anchor. And that is by Spotify and all that jazz. Snappity snappity boom, 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 boom. Just kidding. I'll be right back. i got to fix this. Okay, Taurus is the astrological sign of the symbol being the bull. Element is Earth. Birthstone is Emerald. Ruling planet is Venus. Fall is apparently your season, but there's more than one birthstone that you do have, which is Diamond, Sapphire, Garnet, Garnet Rose Quartz. Apparently, according to Google, Taurus's soulmate is or could be Cancer, Capricorn, Virgo, Pisces. And I'm going to go ahead and read this because I just kind of skimmed over it real quick and it does kind of seem as though it's kind of interesting. They want someone who is trustworthy, loyal, honest, straightforward, someone who can make them feel that they are the only person in the world. Their soulmates, oh, include Taurus, Cancer, Capricorn, Virgo, and Pisces. Okay, so if they are her sign. Now, according to Wikipedia, Taurus is the second astrological sign in the modern zodiac. It spans from 30 degrees to 60 degrees of the zodiac. The sign belongs to the earth elements or triplicity. Triplicity, my bad. And has a feminine or negative polarity, as well as a fixed model... Monolithic quality and quadruplicity. It is a Venus ruled sign along with Libra. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and see what else the web says about horoscopes because I want to give the facts, fictions, my input, my experiences. Nikki's experiences when she is actually able to be debuted on my beautiful podcast that just seems never to get the leg up, but she's amazing. I love her so much, and I feel so bad that I just can't seem to... get everything in line for us to be able to finally do our podcast but I want to go ahead and give you a special treat because I do have a couple of favorites on YouTube as far as where I get my daily astrology tarot and this one I want I mean I've never looked it up for anyone else because I mean I've not I have not been any other signs. So anyways, we're going to go ahead and delve into this. I'm going to go ahead and give you the reading of today's date, December 28th. And for Taurus, but it's tarot reading style. So I just really hope that I find... Yep, there it is. It says 17 hours ago it was posted. So we're going to get into the tarot reading for Taurus of today. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into Taurus's reading uh, from tarot. This reading is done by a channel called Eyes Wide Shut 
Tarot, and the title of it, and by the way, it was one day ago, but this is between the days December 28th through the 30th, so basically it's your next 72 hours, and um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm so excited. Hi Taurus, welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for all your likes, shares, and subscribes. For a personal reading, please visit my website. All the information is in the description box below. All right, Taurus. There what messages, please, for Taurus. Oh, okay. So Taurus, we have higher power. Okay, so I feel like you're being redirected. Spirit is guiding you and opening you up to something new. I also feel like Spirit is saying adapt. Okay, also there's new resources that's going to be coming through. Okay, I feel like also something about quick thinking and good communication during this time. Um, I feel like with your third eye expansion, um, doors are going to start opening for you. Um, I'm hearing realistic. So I feel like Spirit is saying be realistic um, in the things that you want that is going to come towards you also i feel like a miracle um i'm hearing miracle and being also um determined to step forward i see you taking one step um towards your dreams and i feel like spirit is going to help guide you the rest of the way I do see a lot of hard work in this card and I feel like this is something with the number four about a pleasant surprise or good news something also about an achievement you're going to achieve your goals and things are going to start working out for you okay um, a breath of fresh air I'm hearing also but be um, be um, uh, they're saying be courageous um, and also no fear think you're going to overcome a lot okay um, but I feel like there may be at this time, a little bit of scattered energy. Um, I feel like also uh, something about headstrong, okay? But I feel like you're coming out of a um, some type of... Um downplay I'm hearing. Someone may have been also trying to downplay a situation or cause some type of conflict around you, um, Taurus, okay? But I also feel like you're thinking. If you can see in this card, this person this is thinking, okay? Really um, thinking about their next move, but spirit is guiding you and helping. I'm pausing for a moment so I can describe what the card looks like. It's nice and pink. And it's higher power. The card that she's describing is pink with almost looks that reminds me of like Valentine's Day in a sense. But I mean, it's just the rose petals. And that's pretty much all it is, is like pink and lighter red rose petals. And it's called higher power. That's the card she's describing you also protective energy is around you. I feel like spirit is protecting you from something. Breathe. Look at that. Breathe is the next Spirit time. is saying take some time out. Um, a little bit of meditation, okay? Um, also, um, rethink a situation. Also, allow Spirit again to guide you. Something about your stability keeps coming up, okay? Um, also, I feel like you're going to be inspired to do something new, okay? Or to, again, I think I was saying something about redirect, okay? Also, I feel like there's a keyhole here. I feel like you hold the key to your um, to success. It is all about how you think or how you perceive something here, um, Taurus, okay? But really go within, okay? Um, I feel like you're going to feel enlightened also, okay? But also take some deep breaths, okay? Also, Spirit is also saying, if you can see in both of these cards, they have people both cradled, okay, in the center, and I feel like spirit is cradling you and um, helping you to move forward. You're surrounded by a lot of angels, your ancestors, your guides. Um, but I feel like also you need to clean out some things that no longer serve you mentally. Okay, um, it says chop wood. So I feel like moving that energy. Okay, also there's a star here. So I feel like um, success, hope, 
um, and and really um, trying to understand some things here. Also with this door, I feel like there's a door, of, there's an opportunity that is going to be opening for you, but it's all about clearing up your space. Also, when, when I say space, that's also like the clutter that's in your mind. When you go back and forth and you're thinking about things that no longer serve you and the things that you cannot change, because I feel like there may be some anxiety here also, Taurus. Okay, so I feel like you're, um, you may be a little indecisive. You may be also like you're going back and forth with yourself. And I hear um, you're beating yourself up. Okay, this that that is not going to solve any of your issues. Okay, you cannot change the past, Taurus. You only can try to move forward. Okay, and make better decisions. Um, so, like I said. There's things that's going to help you move forward and make some changes in your life. We also have stars here. There's a lot of um, uh, spirit guides and angels around you, okay? But I, again, I feel like I pick up indecisive energy. Um, so I feel like you're indecisive on what to do. You're not sure of um, how to move forward in a certain situation, but there is going to be a breakthrough. I feel like also something about savings account. So I feel like you're trying to save money or put some. Okay, so I'm going to hurry up and quickly mention that while she was saying what she was saying, she's also changing her deck of cards. I'm not sure what the deck is yet, but I wanted to give you a heads up that the reading is about to shift in a different type of direction after she finishes speaking about your savings account money aside I do see success in your career and money that is going to change so the success is going to start coming in if you were having <clears throat> any kind of financial difficulties okay now for others that don't have financial difficulties I feel an increase in income okay so for both increase in income success is coming your way okay something about don't give up do not give up Taurus okay? We have the Queen of Cups, okay, Taurus. So you could be dealing with a Pisces, Cancer, or a Scorpio. But I feel like you have so much love to give. Also with that higher power, it's all about your intuition. It's all about you following that gut feeling within you. I feel like something is pushing you forward here and trying to open you up or open up a space. Again, with that doorway, it's about clearing the mind so that you can move forward, okay? So you can be guided. Now, also, you have to listen. And, and those little nudges that you may be feeling, you may feel like, oh, it's you're second guessing the things that's coming to you in your head, telling you certain things to do or certain ideas that's coming towards you. OK, but I feel like <clears throat> you're you're second guessing your thoughts. Spirit, what else, please? Sorry, one second. She card spilled out at her and my connection is now taking a a little turn so Elon Musk ten of cups fulfillment joy feeling good excitement okay like I said there is an opportunity that's coming towards you okay but you um there's there is almost like something's holding you back but I feel like it's a lot to do in your mind okay but there is fulfillment new home so for some of you you may be moving to a new home spirit what else please we have temperance again time patience happiness joy overcoming obstacles that have been in your way balancing out What else for Taurus, please? There may have been some disagreements, but I'm seeing something about a bell. So something may need attention that you may not have been really paying attention to. Um, I feel like something to do with uh, moving, okay? We have the Nine of Swords. So that anxiety, worry, but being in your head, again, uh, I just keep picking up that you've been thinking a lot. there. And now for some of you, you may have been thinking about um, if you want to move, if you wanted to make a um, make some type of change here. But again, you have to follow there. I feel like spirit is guiding you and asking you to listen.
things coming into your head, but I feel like you dismissed them for some of you, Taurus. Spirit, what else? Please, for Taurus. Also, making plans, okay? Um, I feel like something about making plans. <clears throat> we have the Five of Pentacles. You may have felt kind of left out in the cold by others, okay? But, Taurus, like I said, there is a new opportunity that's awaiting you. And it's more about you taking the time out for yourself first. And also take some time to think and clear out your mind okay there's going to be a lot of messages coming through once you're quiet your mind okay but i feel like this these messages are helped to help you to make some changes also investing in yourself okay and taking a risk to move forward okay um you have a lot of creative ideas a lot of um it's almost like you feel like you're you don't have that um stability at this time for some of you but that stability is going to come creative expression okay i feel like work determination something about being very determined here okay yeah we have the ace of cups being emotionally fulfilled okay but there's an offer that's going to be coming through that's going to help you okay there's some changes that's happening also something is going to flourish okay but I feel like also emotional stability. Um, I feel like there may have been a little bit of impatience around you, but that is also going to change. I feel like coming into one with self here. We have the four of pentacles. Someone maybe have been holding on to you or you're holding on to something that needs to be released. Okay, because I see this worry or a little bit of anxiety and stress here. Spirit, what else? Having the courage to um, let something go and move on. We have the moon. You could be dealing with a cancer. But I feel like um, I see you still thinking. You're still, your your mind is still going back and forth. But I feel like also um, something is going to come to light, okay? There's some information that's getting ready to come out. There may have been a little bit of deception around you. But I feel like that is going to, you're going to hear something or something is going to be known here. Spirit, what else, please? But I do still see good luck. I still see fulfillment that's coming, okay? Um, we have the Eight of Wands, okay? So, again, it's coming out. So, there's some messages that's going to be coming through. Like I said, with that moon, there is something that's going to be coming through. That's uh, Whatever was hidden is going to be coming to the light, okay? We also have the Wheel of Fortune here. So, there is going to be huge changes that's going to be coming towards you, okay? Things are going to change and move. Like, whatever energy that was kind of making you feel stuck or feeling like you were not able to do the things that you need to do spirit is moving that energy for you okay you're being guided to do something different okay you're being guided to move in a new direction i feel like you're looking at something else Taurus. okay i feel like also something about courage we have um you could be dealing with a Leo here. You could be dealing with a Sagittarius, okay? Um, but I feel like, again, I hear Gemini for some of you. Um, but I feel like also a son. I'm hearing a son, a child, okay? Spirit, what else, please? What else for Taurus? Yeah, Taurus, like I said, with the strength, I like I said, I seen Leo. I feel like you need to um, also something about calm the beast within. Okay, um, there's maybe a situation that you may feel like you had you feeling under attack. Spirit is saying to calm that beast within, calm yourself, or um, also just take a breath. Here we have the Five of Swords. You may have felt like you were being betrayed by someone, or someone had left you in the cold. Okay, but again, calm that beast within. There's a opportunity that's coming towards you here um taurus okay the will is turning good fortune is on its way opportunity is beckoning towards you um but it's all about how you perceive what is going on at this time and that, that's how fast things will change for you okay the quicker you let things go from your heart space 
things will change, okay? The um, the high priestess, okay? So uh, be, your intuition being guided. Um, also, for some of you, you may be um, high priestess. So I feel like also whatever has been eluding you is about to come to the light. Um, if anything was foretold to you, it is about to be sh a situation is going to come to light. Something that you felt like you knew already, because I feel like something you knew is about to be in your enlightenment or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> Spirit, what guidance, please? What guidance for Taurus? Deck change. Messages, please, for Taurus. Looks like a message is deck. Self-care, tend to your garden, okay? And I know, well, it was a couple cards. Let me get one more because I know that they kept coming out. Spirit, one more, please. A four of Taurus. One more for okay. Two more for Taurus. <laughs> we have transform, rise above any situation and become the best version of you. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, we have more than that. It says adapt. You will get yourself where you want to be. Hmm. And we also have shared the busy bee should still make time for each flower. Okay. All right. So thank you so much, Taurus. Please like and subscribe and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. So for this person's channel, I'm going to give you the information on it. Um, her name is, well, she is a psychic medium she's a hypnotherapist reiki master um her channel is called eyes wide shut like i said mm -hmm. it's not the first time that i have went for something for her i mean for tarot um that i don't do myself i do tarot myself <laughs> but she is really reliable good readings as far as like my connection with it so I really hope that you get a good reading or full, um, uh, feel of her. And if you want to check her out, like I said, YouTube and the channel's name is Eyes Wide Shut. I was trying to find her name, but it doesn't look like she has her name listed, which is kind of odd because I like to see people's, um, I like to know their name. That's, I mean, might sound silly, but whatever. Okay, so let's see what kind of... Um, things that she, I'm trying to find other, okay, so she has 1.4 thousand subscribers, not bad, not bad, but, um, yeah, so I'm seeing if there's anything else that she does have on here that is, could be pertaining to Like something about today, not necessarily like a specific date or anything like that, but it's just more or less a, I can't recall, just something that, blah, what day, what day is today? Today is Tuesday. So she has something for Tuesdays, and it is called, oh, that's Thursday. Oh my God, I'm such a dork. Well, we're going to do it anyways, because... Now I've gotten myself really, whatever. This is her last, her most recent that I can see. This is also, actually, I take that back. This is going to be, because I really like her and I want her to come on to mine and Nikki's uh, podcast whenever we really get into it but this was a really powerful reading that I fell in love with that even though the date on it says September 2020 I swear it's just really inspirational and I would really like to get a hold of her as I would really like to have her on my podcast but the things that she it's just very fulfilling to hear somebody as passionate about tarot that I am because people think it's sorcery or devil's craft or you know this that and the other when it really isn't I'm you know I do know that you know it's like 
in certain religions or maybe all religions, it's not ideal to be knowing your fortune because that's not something that we are allowed to know or to know. But as irrelevant as that is, this tarot is not the kind of tarot I do and read and watch in view of other tarot readers. It's not the type of foreseeing that people are afraid of that is happening. What I mean is when people are broken and tattered and don't have anybody in their life for reassurance or don't have anybody close to them and they need to to say those things that they need to say, which is, am I right doing the things that I'm doing? Am I just for encouragement of you're on the right path, keep on doing the same thing that you're doing because you're going to get there and it's for strength and guidance and basically telling you the things that you already know for reassurance, you know? So I'm going to leave you with this message from her. It's a, uh, seems to be a 12 minute video can't really sell but this is something I'm going to be doing little clips of it I should say okay so this is from her um her Thursday reflection and I just you just got to hear you just got to hear it hi everyone welcome back to self-reflections please remember to send in your self-reflection question to guidedreflections at gmail.com all right let's get started what reflection We have through all life twists and turns, who has been there for me? I have told them how much that means that means to me. Okay. Through all the twists and turns, and who through all the up uh, through all of life twists and turns, who has been there for me? Okay. The next one is. How can I create a more balanced life? And this one came from Shauna. And this is, do the things, do the things and people in my life reflect who I really am? This is so hard hitting. I'm going to go ahead and leave that there because, you know, it's interesting that I literally just took a random um, uh, self-reflection video that she has and I, sorry, my rabbit stole my cookie. <laughs> I took a random self-reflection video and it was like it belonged where it was. 
meaning right after that Taurus reading, because I was listening to it and I'm just like, you know, because it was, it was actually, uh, it was kind of intriguing as to being a best friend of a Taurus. And it was literally, Everything that I have tried, not tried, but I gave her a tarot reading not too long ago, and it was, oh my God, it was just like so similar to that, you know, all the spirits, spirit guides informing her, reassuring her about her spirit guides that she does have in her life and influences and feeling ultimately betrayed and, and, you know, wanting love and love will come and being patient and strong, you know, all the, the, all the fundamentals of my reading was in the reading that was just given to us. And like I said, I wish I knew her name. Um, but from Miss Tarot Reader from the Eyes Wide Shut Tarot channel on YouTube, and it was like so similar. Now, like I said, I'm not a Taurus, but I would, it would be, you know what? It would be really interesting to hear from the Tauruses, especially my best friend, uh, Taurus, Nikki, you know, how did this woman do? According to the day, Tuesday, December 28th, 2021, did she nail it could you relate and then the reflections video hopefully it came out good like audibly so it could be heard but did that sound similar which was two completely different times and eras i just wanted to really get a feel i wanted the audience to get a feel for how this woman is really sincere and you can hear um you can just hear it in her voice that she's very sincere and, and truth but how much similar it was and just like how crazy that it is that things happen around you spiritually and for a reason the universe speaks volumes folks that's all I'm going to say. I didn't really know where I was going to go with this this podcast today as it's just an introduction and like I said it was an introduction to the second sign of the zodiac, the Taurus. And I really hope that you guys enjoy this, like this um as this is going to be a segment that I'm going to be having at least at least once a week. We're going to delve into a different zodiac sign every week and of course if there's anything that you want specifically I will be more than happy to fulfill anything that anybody asks of me now I just want you to know that I thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast even though I know it wasn't too much of me talking today but it's more of uh, understanding that I want the audience to really start to delve into because once I have all my equipment and I swear it's coming soon <sighs> but when it all comes in and I can have these guests like these um these beautiful people that give these wonderful readings I'm going to have them on and as well is um you know my good best friend Torres Nicole she will be joining me too um and we will be taking live calls and asking um so you can ask all your questions or we can uh we can offer enlightenment or a reading tarot reading of sorts or whatever but as long as it fits inside of our you know our week daily or what have you, whatever episode it is that we're doing, if it fits in there, then we'll definitely do it. And um, it's going to be exciting. We're so excited about it. I know she's really excited about it. And we're bummed out like crazy until we can get this up and running. And, if, and another thing, if anybody has any suggestions and ideas as far as like the things that we might be able to do, use or apps or things that might help our podcast 
um, take that next level. As like I said before, we're in two different cities within the same state. So if there is, we're having a little difficulty being able to find some kind of software to connect us both together. That's good enough with our connections and what have you. So we can do the um, this podcast together and share with you all. And um, then that would be greatly appreciated. I would love any ideas, suggestions, tips and tricks, whatever you have for me. I will, if it's something that I don't know, I would love it so much. And if it's something that I know already, still bring it on. I would love it. You all have a wonderful evening. I want to go ahead and say Merry Belated Christmas, if that's even a thing. And you know what? Just God bless everyone. Please have an open mind. Seek the truth. Question everything. And always listen to the Vortex. For us, it hasn't been that bad. And honestly, I haven't seen too many Southwest flights get canceled. I've seen a lot of United, um, it's American stuff. Like, I have not really seen too much Southwest. Now, for those not as lucky as him, getting a refund or reimbursement for delays or cancellations does depend on the airline, so you should check with them. You are going to be paying more for a lot of items at the grocery store next year. Prices are set to rise on everything from mac and cheese to mustard, from juice to jello and canned soup. Analysts estimate prices will rise 5% in the first half of 2022. It's part of what businesses and economists are calling the highest inflation in decades. Gas Buddy, the gas price tracking tech company forecasting prices at the pump will also go up next year. It's predicting the national average will rise to $3.41 a gallon from this year's average of $3.02. Gas Buddy believes prices are going to peak in May, where prices in Arizona could be near $4 a gallon. Should be noted, though, oil prices are extremely difficult to predict accurately. And high-tech toys can be great for encouraging your kids to learn, but they can also come with some privacy concerns. Consumer Watchdog saying there are three main things to pay attention to. Whether the toy has a camera or a microphone, if it connects to a mobile app that can allow your child to interact with other users, and finally, if it requires a personalized account that stores your child's data. Experts say one of the most important things you can do to protect their privacy is to help with the setup process from start to finish. Having a strong password for an account is really important and that's something a child wouldn't think about. So being there from the setup of a smart toy um, all the way through the process just so you know what information is given but also to make sure that you have those safeguards in place is really important. The Children's Online Privacy Protection Act does require manufacturers to contact parents for consent before collecting any information on a child under the age of 13. They also are supposed to allow parents to delete any information. Back on the ice, the Arizona Coyotes sharing pictures of the team boarding their flight to take on the San Jose Sharks tonight. The NHL pausing games for several days to deal with COVID-19 health and safety protocols. Dozens of games have been postponed this season, including several for the Yotes. Flu season starting to pick back up, and in Arizona, there's been more than 1,300 cases reported. But not everyone with influenza needs to see a doctor. Most people can get better just with rest and fluids. The Guaranteed Rate Bowl tonight at Chase Field. West Virginia Mountaineers taking on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Kickoff scheduled for a little after 8 o'clock tonight, and tickets are still available. I really want to delve into the great speeches that have inspired me to continue my research of the things you just don't know that you should know. Talking about all the crap that we're fed, propaganda and whatnot. But one speech that I'm going to be starting off with is a great one that Ben Shapiro gave back in 2018 to the CPAC. And 
boy, does it not make sense now. Let's see what you think about it, though. She's already in a jail of her own making somewhere in the woods of upstate New York. There's a reason the leftism is failing, and it's not just because Hillary Clinton was the worst candidate in the history of American politics, though she was. And it's not just because Barack Obama was a terrible president, though he was. It's because something bigger is actually happening. The media don't see it. Hollywood doesn't see it. The universities don't see it. Here is the big secret to conservative success in 2016 and beyond. The era of political correctness is over. Ah, yes. Political correctness is dying a slow, painful, bloody, agonizing death, and all I can say is hell yeah. Political correctness has been a blight on American society for decades, tearing Americans apart one from another Instead of unity through two, truth, the left has offered feelings. Feelings, love feelings. The nice comforting illusion that if something is wrong with your life, it's actually somebody else's fault. And if you don't have facts to back that up, of course, if you can't point to evidence of discrimination or cruelty or malice, then we're supposed to believe you anyway. Because if we do anything else, that would be challenging your truth. And that's political correctness in a nutshell, right? My truth over the truth. Well, there's no such thing as my truth. There is just the truth. Okay? There is no your truth. There is just the truth. Americans, young Americans, we're sick and tired of postmodern garbage. And when we sacrifice the truth for subjective feelings, we are contributing to the downfall of the greatest nation and civilization in the history of mankind. The entire premise of democracy is that our backgrounds matter less than what we share, a commitment to our common humanity, an ability to think beyond our own personal biases, a willingness to put aside tribal loyalties and walk in somebody else's shoes. America is about reason. It always was. America was about the fundamental proposition that human beings are actually capable of rising above their station, of exercising their free will, of being free people. America was based on the idea that good ideas win in the end. A simple faith that if we share a commitment to the value of truth, then we might be able to come together to pursue it. But the left has fought for decades to destroy that faith. Political correctness, of course, is their tool. Now, that term is a term of Marxist orthodoxy. It was originally preached by mass murderer Mao Zedong and Soviet communist Leon Trotsky. Now, what originally PC meant was stifling attitudes that didn't forward the revolution. In practice, what that meant was censorship, banishment, the gulags, death for people who didn't speak in politically correct ways. Just like a lot of other lefty phrases, by the way. Politically correct, it's like social justice. Social justice means not justice. Politically correct means not correct. When leftists in America picked up... 
Now, when leftists in America picked up on the PC movement, they insisted that their goal actually wasn't to silence. It was instead to open up a new vista of viewpoints. Because here's the thing, America was so racist, so sexist, so bigoted, so homophobic, that alternative viewpoints couldn't be expressed in public. So the only way to allow marginalized members of different communities to speak was to shut everybody up who offended members of those groups. PC was actually supposed to make us free. That was the promise. But instead, of course, the intellectual jackboots showed up. Speaking facts that offended members of supposedly victimized subgroups became taboo. Basic truth went out the window in favor of leftist viewpoints. Victim groups replaced actual victims. Language shifted to accommodate the feelings of those victim groups so as not to reflect, uh, reflect oppressive hierarchies. And for years, the PC culture grew stronger. By the time of the Obama presidency, PC wasn't just dominant. It had morphed into something almost unstoppable. Advocates of PC had once claimed rightly that certain groups in America were victimized, which is true. Of course, certain groups in America were victimized, and they used to present evidence to that effect. But under President Obama and over the eight years he was president, the new PC, what's changed on our college campuses, the new PC said you didn't even need evidence of victimization to shut other people up. You just had to claim that you were victimized, and it was our job to give you the benefit of the doubt. And so a new form of PC was born, one that I'm sure all the college students in the room are familiar with. We're talking about the PC of white privilege, which is nonsense, and microaggressions, which is even worse nonsense, and trigger warnings, which is the worse nonsense than that, and safe space is the worst nonsense of all. The left said that all politics was about group identity. So if you're white and male, then your perspective is not your perspective as a human being. It's your perspective as a white male, the white male perspective. And if you're gay and black, then your perspective is not your perspective as an individual human. It's your perspective as a gay black person. Right? Now, according to the left, there, there's a hierarchy. So the white male perspective is the perspective of privilege, since the founding fathers were white and male. Never mind that the highest average household income in the United States exists among Asians. Right? But according to the left, if you are white and male and straight, you are automatically the beneficiary of privilege. And so you're simply barred from commenting on anything that matters politically, because obviously you have been one of the victimizers. You are the beneficiary of this terrible American system. And if you do comment, and if your comments hurt anybody's feelings, or even if they could have hurt somebody else's feelings, they didn't actually hurt anyone's feelings, but maybe they might have, that's a microaggression. It's not just you offended somebody, it's that you aggressed them. You did something that's violent to them, and they get to respond in kind. You violated that person's sovereignty. These microaggressions, of course, require trigger warnings, warnings that you might offend somebody. And only by abiding by these fascistic rules can we actually create the safe spaces, these pristine bubbles where no one disagrees with you and you get to hug your cuddly teddy bear and feel all warm and fuzzy inside. This PC culture took over the university system. It took over the mainstream media. PC culture meant that universities began to censor speakers, to ban them from campus if they offended members of supposed victim groups. That's why when I was invited by Young America's Foundation to speak at DePaul, the college banned me. They literally called out the sheriff of Cook County and threatened to arrest me if I set foot on campus. It was wild. It was like a nine-foot-tall dude. And I said, if I step right here, are you going to arrest me? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, well, then I'm not going to step right there. They're actually doing the same thing now to my friend Stephen Crowder. It's why universities have barred the public from my speeches at UCLA, UC Berkeley, University of Minnesota, and University of Connecticut. It's why Charles Murray was physically assaulted at Middlebury. It's why Brett Weinstein was thrown out of his job for having the temerity to be white and wanting to teach at Evergreen State College. By the way, Brett is like a Bernie Sanders supporter. It's why leftists have tried to shut down mainstream conservative thinkers. Guy Benson at Brown and Katie Pavlich at University of Wisconsin and Heather McDonald at Claremont. Universities drank the Kool-Aid of PC and they've been dying from it ever since. And then there are friends in the media. Now, I don't mean everyone in the media. Right? There are some good people in the media. But too many of the folks in the media who proclaim that they are objective truth tellers are actually just advocates of leftism. Masquerading as objective truth tellers. And these are the folks who have bought into PC culture maybe worse than even it is at the university level. These are the people who categorically refuse to use the term illegal immigrant to describe immigrants who cross the border illegally. These are the people who insist that a biological man is actually a woman if he says he is a woman. Hint, he is not. He is a dude. Objective facts don't disappear just because your subjective feelings wish they would. These are the people who scream religion of peace every time an Islamic terror attack rocks a major Western city, but scream Christian radicals every time a Christian couple refuses to bake a cake for a same-sex wedding. 
You want to know who the bigots are in America? It's these folks in the mainstream media are proclaiming their objectivity while they push their agenda. These are the people who suggest that you don't give a damn about children murdered in mass shootings unless you agree with their gun confiscation schemes. And I have a quick note here. Five years ago, I was on CNN talking with my good friend Piers Morgan about this. And I accused Piers Morgan of standing on the graves of the children of Sandy Hook in order to promote their political agenda. The media has not learned one thing. They have gotten worse. The media are lying about you. They're lying about me. They're intentionally dividing the country in order to promulgate a gun control agenda. And when the media say, this is a room filled with young conservative people. Now, raise your hand, young conservatives, if you care about the kids who were killed in Parkland. Hey, now, raise your hand if you also wish to preserve Second Amendment rights. Hey, you see, both things can go together, media. When you sit there and stand there and you suggest that we don't care about dead children just because we don't mirror what you want us to think, that is because you are acting like vile human beings. Okay, it is vile, it is disgusting to suggest that we don't care about fellow Americans who died at the hands of an evil maniac. It is you who are standing in the way of real progress. And by the way, note for the media, okay? For all those folks in the media who are in the room. Here's something that we've done at Daily Wire as members of the media. It will cost us clicks. We don't care. Okay? There are studies that suggest that one of, the, one of the ways that mass shooters become more common is if you show their names and faces on television. We at Daily Wire no longer do that. So I challenge you in the media. You want to lead the way on gun control? You want to stop mass shootings? Put your ratings behind your morality. And yet these folks in the media don't understand when President Trump criticizes the media why so many conservatives cheer. They don't understand. They think it's just because Trump is mean to the media and that we're all following Trump. No, we didn't like you guys before. These are the people who remind us each and every day that America is a racist, sexist, bigoted, homophobic country while they take home their pretty large paychecks while living in the freest country in world history, all the while claiming they are objective truth-tellers. And again, then whine that it's because of Trump. Okay. And then there's Hollywood too, of course, our friends in Hollywood. I'm from Hollywood, so I get to deal with them a lot. Hollywood is a place where nobody to the right of Karl Marx can get a job, or anyone who voted for President Trump hides for fear of losing their career. Hollywood is a place where it's nearly impossible to make a movie about evil jihadists, but virtually every single action movie features some rich white businessman somehow organizing a terror attack. And we're talking about Hollywood, these purveyors of PC, where suburban families all hide deep, dark, horrible secrets, but where wife-swapping sex partiers actually enjoy deep, abiding relationships. Hollywood, of course, where women are molested every day by powerful men, but where those same powerful men and women lecture the rest of America about our lack of moral decency. folks I'm talking about, Hollywood, the universities, a lot of the folks in the media, not all of them, many of them in the media, these are the purveyors of political correctness, and they were winning. See, here's the thing. We Americans are by nature polite. We follow rules. We care about not offending other people. We want other people to feel respected. We actually like each other for the most part, and we're not all that interested in ticking off our neighbors. But the left finally went too far. Maybe it was the specter of the President of the United States tacitly nodding at riots in major American cities. Or maybe it was the feeding frenzy media declaring over and over that founding ideology was dead and had to be replaced with something new and shocking. Maybe it was a culture that saw every single traditional value as an obstacle to be destroyed or overcome. Or maybe we just got frustrated with the lies. Whatever it was, the American people finally said enough. We said enough. We said, no, you don't get to lie about America. And no, I won't lie about America, even if it makes you feel better if I do. We said, you don't get to tell little boys they can become little girls just to avoid offending people. 
You don't get to slander members of our, members of our police departments across the country by calling them racists without any evidence. You do not get to claim, against all available evidence, that women are paid less for the same work. You don't get to suggest, a la our good friend Bernie Sanders, that stealing money from some and giving it to others makes you a moral human being. It doesn't. It's the reverse. And we said, most of all, you do not get to shut us up. What changed? The left finally pushed too far. Americans realized that we were being turned slowly but surely into weaklings. Older Americans realized their kids were being taught to play victim instead of thinking for themselves. They realized that children who think they're victims won't actually take control of their own lives. Right? Everyone in this room is capable, capable of success. It's a free country. Everyone in America is capable of success if they apply themselves and if they follow some basic rules. Right? If they get a job, if they don't have babies before they're married, if they graduate high school, they do those three things, you will not live in permanent poverty in the United States. Younger Americans realized they were sick of being pandered to, that they didn't need to be told how rough they had it. They needed to be told they could accomplish anything in this, the greatest country in the history of the world. Women, men, black Americans, Hispanic Americans, white Americans, didn't matter, millions of Americans thinking as individuals rather than check marks on a piece of paper, standing up and saying, I can do what I want, I can say what I want, and if you don't like that, you can go to hell. Now, the institutions don't like it. The universities keep trying to quash lectures and place restrictions on conservatives. But conservatives are fighting back in the courts and in the press, and they're winning. The media keep trying to play the same old game. Anyone who refuses their PC diktats is a racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe, of course, and it's not working. The polls aren't reflecting their wishes. Hollywood keeps trying to play that same old game, right? The people in middle America are the problem, and the, coast on, the people on the coast are the cultural vanguard. It's not working. We don't care what they have to say, and I'm from the coast. And more and more Americans are alienated from the self-appointed cultural arbiters. Political correctness is dying, but that's not the end of the story. See, here's the thing. The era of PC may be over, but can always come back again. In 1996, Bill Clinton said in his State of the Union address that the era of big government was over. At the time, the national debt was $5.2 trillion. Today, it's $21 trillion. Bad ideas do not die, they just fade away temporarily. The only way to ensure that political correctness continues to lose is if we tell the truth. Not useless abrasiveness, not meanness, not false attacks on institutions. We have to tell the truth. Now, listen, this is the hard part, right? This is the hard part. We can't become tribal. The easiest thing to do is attacking people who have been pushing PC. President Trump likes to attack the media, and some of the time, he's right. He's a hammer, and the media are a nail, and that's great. But when President Trump complains that everything negative anyone has ever said about him isn't true, or when President Trump says he had the biggest inauguration crowd in history, or when the president says there were good people marching in Charlottesville, that is not him waging an effective war against PC. It is nonsense, it is immoral, and it actually helps those who push PC. Because when we don't tell the truth, it allows the PC promulgators to pretend that they are the ones who are truth tellers. And they aren't. PC is about lies. We can never let the PC left masquerade as the truth tellers, which means we must always tell the truth. Every time we lie, we let them off the hook. We cannot fight the lies of PC with more lies. We can't fight political correctness by claiming victimhood without evidence. That makes us part of the politically correct culture. When they lie, let's call it out together, loudly, strongly. But let's not say stupid things just for the sake of melting snowflakes. Believe me, you don't need hot takes to melt snowflakes. A little well-placed truth does it every time. That means that our job is just to spout facts, which is pretty easy. There's nothing wrong with memes. Memes are great. They can be hilarious. They can be awesome. All praise to Harambe. But make sure that they are true. There's nothing wrong with poking fun at the left. Just make sure that what you say can be backed up with evidence. If we want to defeat the left, we don't need to offend them. They're offended by nearly everything anyway, up to and including you breathing sometimes. 
We need to show that they are liars and we are the truth tellers. And that means telling the truth about everything. It means that when our own side fails, we have to call it out. And it means that when people on our own side lie, we have to stand by the truth. Left versus right matters a hell of a lot less than right versus wrong. And right versus wrong is just another way of saying true versus false. If we want to build bridges, if we want to emerge victorious, if we want to end political correctness and rebuild on the foundations that our forefathers fought and bled and died for, we'll need to stand with decency and with truth. And we can do it. So that means it's time to study up. It means it's time to be unafraid. My mentor, Andrew Breitbart, used to tell people to walk towards...